Hey friend, welcome back. This is the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I am evangelist Michael McCurry, the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated, and I greatly appreciate the fact that you are listening right now. We have some fun things going on today, but I'd like you, if you would, to grab your Bible, turn to the book of Nehemiah. Well, we are doing a quick study through this book. We're in chapter number two, and I ask that you'll join me in verse number one of chapter two. We'll do just a short review in just a moment. But before we go any further, I was talking to someone not long ago, and they mentioned how much they enjoy hearing from or hearing about our legacy. Speaking of Dr. Paul Levine, evangelist Dr. Paul, he was the founder of this ministry over 80 years ago, and to God be the glory, it's amazing to see what God has done in that time frame. This year, to God be the glory, I must say again, we are going to surpass 600 million. Get that number in your head. 600 million gospel tracts going out around the world free of charge. Now, if you divide that up, 600 million over 80 years, that's absolutely amazing. And the fact that this ministry is still ongoing, we show no signs of slowing down. That's not a testament to me. I would give the glory to God. One of our core values is the power of the gospel is in the word and not the worker. And so it would be foolish of me to try to take the glory for myself or for my predecessor, the good man, Pastor Mark Smith. I was just texting with him this morning. He's pastoring now in Pennsylvania. Many of you would recall him with fondness. He was a jokester sometimes, but he was a good man of God that did such a great work here at BTI for over 15 years. There are so many people that we could thank for what God has done here, but at the end of the day, All the glory goes to God. But I was talking to someone, and they mentioned how much they enjoy hearing from Paul Levine and hearing about Bob Finley, his compatriot in crime. Well, today, we're going to listen to a song from those gentlemen. And this today is a little bit of a fun song, a funny song. Realize, of course, it was recorded 40-plus, 50-plus years ago. But it's amazing to hear these gentlemen, not only the joy they have in serving Jesus, but the fact that they desire to serve God and could do it with a smile. So many people I talked to about Dr. Paul and Bob Finley remember the fact that they had such a joy, a peace of God about them. Realize that the Bible says, great peace have they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. Now, I'd like you to remember that as they sing, all my sins have been taken away. This is Paul Levine and Bob Finley. Tune in now. Listen to this fun old song as they sing. Now you better not go to the picture show. The Lord doesn't like those things, you know. All my sins are taken away. Praise the Lord. Now you better not go to the picture show. The Lord doesn't like those things, you know. All my sins are taken away. Praise the Lord. Now you better not go to the picture show.
Wasn't that fun? It's almost like you can see the smiles on their face even through the radio. Now, if you have a question about our ministry, or maybe you'd like to know more about Paul Levine, or dare I say, if you have a question, a comment, a criticism, a concern, did you know that you can actually text me directly? Yes, the guy that's standing, sitting, I should say, behind the radio microphone right now. You can text me. My name is Mike McCurry, but here's the text number. It's 309 316 And to date, I have had hundreds upon hundreds of people text me. And yes, I have responded to every single one. You can ask folks, I respond to my texts. And so I'd like to keep that streak going with you texting me today. If you have a question, if you have more information that you'd like to get about our ministry, I know the past couple of days or weeks or so, I haven't talked in depth about Bible Tracks Incorporated. Hopefully we can fix that in the near future. But in all seriousness, text me. That number one more time is 309-316-7240. Now, if you would, Join me in the book of Nehemiah, chapter number two. We're going to read verses one through eight together. To give us a little bit of context, Nehemiah here has just found out that the walls of Jerusalem, his home city, have been torn down. The people are in great distress, in affliction, and he can't even control his face because it disturbs him so very much. Nehemiah, chapter two, verse number one, says this, and it came to pass in the month Nisan, in the 20th year of Artaxerxes the king that wine was before him and I took up the wine and gave it unto the king. Realize here, Nehemiah was the king's cupbearer. The last phrase of verse number one, now I had not been before time sad in his presence. 
his countenance has fallen. Nehemiah is just distraught. Verse 2, Wherefore the king said unto me, Why is thy countenance sad, seeing thou art not sick? This is nothing else but sorrow of heart. This king was very perceptive, wasn't he? Then I was sore afraid, and said unto the king, Let the king live forever. Why should not my countenance be sad when the city... The place of my father's sepulchres lieth waste, and the gates thereof are consumed with fire. Then the king said unto me, For what dost thou make request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. He talks to God first, and then we launch into his request. Verses 5-8, through eight. And I said unto the king, If it please the king, and if thy servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou wouldest send me unto Judah." unto the city of my father's sepulchers, that I may build it. And here we have our introduction to the theme of the book of Nehemiah, rebuilding or building up. And the king said unto me, the queen also sitting by him, for how long shall thy journey be? And when wilt thou return? Realize this is in the days before automobiles and trains and planes and all of these things, horseback and camels were the mode of transportation. So he's asking a very legitimate question. This is not just going to be a day trip. This is not going to be a weekend project, okay? How long shall thy journey be? And when wilt thou return? So it pleased the king to send me. And I set him a time. So they converse about this. And Nehemiah tells him his best guesstimate for what the time will be. Moreover, I said unto the king, if it please the king, he asks for even more. Not only king, would you let me go? Realize the king is losing one of his trusted employees. Someone that was with him really on a daily basis. His cup bearer. He's letting him go. And then Nehemiah asks for even more. He must have had boldness given to him by God. Moreover, I said unto the king, if it please the king, let letters be given me to the governors beyond the river, that they may convey me over till I come unto Judah. And a letter unto Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest. That Now here's another request, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the palace, which appertain to the house, and for the wall of the city, and for the house that I shall enter into. And the king granted me, according to what? The good hand of my God upon me. Wouldn't you like to have the good hand of God upon you? Well, friend, Christian friend, if you are saved, if you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, realize this is not a health, wealth, and prosperity gospel that I'm preaching, but you know that you're already in, the Bible says, you're in the Father's hand if you are part of his family. I'm so glad for the good hand of the Lord. Let's talk about this request, or should I say the requests. I need to change my title and add an S there, plural. The requests. Nehemiah not only asks, he says, If I have found favor in verse 5 in thy sight, that thou wouldest send me unto Judah. He wants to go to Jerusalem. He wants to go to where his fathers lived. He wants to rebuild the city, rebuild the walls. The king said unto me, the queen also sitting by him, how long shall thy journey be and when wilt thou return? They talk about this. It was not going to be a short journey or a quick project. Moreover, in verse 7, here's another request. If it please the king, let letters be given me. What he's looking for is letters that will allow him safe passage through the lands beyond the river on his way to Jerusalem. And then he asks for another letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest. Basically, what he wants is a blank check written so he can go to Home Depot or Lowe's and get all the lumber that he could possibly use. 
That's a lot of requests. He's asking not only to be let off work. He's asking for permission to go by some places that may not be as friendly to him as he would like. Then he's asking, basically, for free, could I have a bunch of lumber, O king? And what does the king do? In verse number eight, the king granted me. Not because Nehemiah was a good guy, though he probably was. Not because he had been such a faithful worker for so long, though he probably had. Why did he get these requests granted? Well, because of the good hand of my God, Nehemiah says. Aren't you glad that you can take your requests to a God that has a good hand? I'm going to ask you to join me tomorrow because the enemy is about to attack. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.